0: This is the Immigration Conversation presented by Fragomen, a series of talks and discussions by leading immigration lawyers and professionals from around the world. We'll bring you the most up-to-date business immigration news, issues of concern, and strategies in the world of global immigration and mobility.
1: Welcome to our latest Immigration Conversation podcast, strategizing Indonesia's national projects in the midst of COVID-19. My name is Alfred Chong, Manager at Fragments Asia-Pacific Coordination Centre. COVID-19 has caused great disruptions to immigration systems and processes around the world. Even before COVID-19, the immigration and work permit process in Indonesia is probably one of the most complicated in Asia-Pacific. Now with COVID-19, the immigration landscape has suddenly become even more challenging. In our podcast today, we will be discussing how companies involved in Indonesia's national strategic projects can still send their employees to Indonesia even in the midst of COVID-19. Joining me in the discussion today are Raga Raswanta and Satria Chayadi, senior analysts on our Indonesia team. Welcome guys.
2: Hi, Alfred. Thank you so much for inviting us to the podcast. Hi,
3: Alfred. Well, hope we are all well today. Um, I know it's been tough for the last couple of months since the pandemic started, especially with the many travel restrictions in place, including
1: Indonesia, of course. Yeah, that's true, Raga. It has been challenging, hasn't it? But I guess most countries around the world, including in Southeast Asia, are also experiencing the same situation due to the pandemic. And speaking about Southeast Asia specifically, with so many countries imposing travel restrictions as part of their efforts to combat the spread of COVID-19, is this a case for Indonesia as well?
3: Well, yes. Um, up to this moment, the Indonesian government is still banning the entry into Indonesia for all foreign nationals, except for those who already have their um, stay permit, or what we call izin Tinggal Terbatas, or ITAS in short.
1: Mm, OK. And I'm sure foreign nationals who have previously obtained business visas, uh, probably obtained before the pandemic. Um, so, are they able to enter the country with their existing business visas? Uh,
3: at the moment, no. Um, business visa holders are also banned from entering the country. In fact, the Indonesian embassies and consulates around the world have, uh, you know, suspended their issuance of business visas since the pandemic started.
1: Okay. Um, all right. And let's talk about. Foreign nationals with stay permit or ETAS, which you mentioned earlier, can still enter Indonesia. Since foreign nationals who work in Indonesia need to have both a work permit and a stay permit, are we able to apply for the new work permits under the current situation?
3: Well, unfortunately, um, the new work permit application is currently uh, being suspended by the Ministry of Manpower or um, PMOM. except for those who are working on a National Strategic Project, or what we call Project Strategies National, or PSN in short. Well, you know how Indonesians love to shorten
1: everything, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's true, Raga. It's good to know that there are still exceptions, despite the suspension. I think our clients will begin to explore this option if it is applicable to them. Okay, specifically, what is the National Strategic Project, and why is it exempted? from the suspension.
3: Now this is something um, interesting for Indonesia and I suppose
2: um, Satya will be able to share more about this. Yeah, thank you uh, Raga and Alfred. So um, uh, National Strategic Projects or PSN are basically projects in Indonesia that are related to the country's infrastructures development such as roads, power, uh, water, transportation, uh, etc. And most, if not all, are actually state-owned and they're very crucial to the economy and the country's development. Uh, I think that's uh, why President Jokowi himself is actually monitoring the progress of these projects. Uh, and his goal is to finish as many as possible before the end of his term. And um, uh, in the earlier regulation, the government actually banned all foreign travelers from entering Indonesia which, of course, affected the uh, progress of many projects in Indonesia, including those PSN. Uh, and then on the 31st of March, 2020, the uh, Indonesian government released an update to allow foreign travelers to enter uh, Indonesia, uh, such as uh, e ITAS holders, uh, humanitarian workers, as well as those who are working for uh, the
1: PSN. All right. Thank you, Satria. Mm. So, on the one hand, the government is banning foreign nationals from entering Indonesia in order to combat the health pandemic. But on the other hand, the government also does not want the development of this national strategic projects to be delayed. Yeah. Okay. Um, why not? Let's dive in further on the PSN for companies. They are keen to explore this option for their foreign employees. How can they apply for the work permit under this PSN? For example, is there any difference in terms of the process and requirements as compared to the normal work permit process?
2: Um, actually, the work permit process for PSN is the same as uh, for normal work permit application.
3: Yeah, actually, actually, that's correct. Um, all of them are the same steps, actually, um, including applying for the Foreign Manpower Utilization Plan, um, the Notifikasi, um, the Telex, and then the FITAS collection at the Indonesian Embassy or Consulate Abroad and um, also the eventual um, travel to Indonesia. But since the MOM and the Director General of Immigration or DGI uh, have suspended the processing of newer permit and visa applications, the um, sponsoring entity will have to provide additional supporting documents that confirm their their project is indeed classified as PSN and and how they are involved with the SAID project. And um, once these documents are available, then we can uh, get the MOM to confirm if we can proceed with the first Step of work permit application
1: process. Yeah, mm, okay, and I'm sure our listeners will be very interested to know how they can check if they are indeed involved with the PSM project, since that is the um, first step to do. Satya, I understand that yeah. you have successfully obtained the pro- approvals for our clients doing the PSM yeah. projects. So, would you describe how you helped the client and was it difficult to obtain the supporting documents?
2: Uh, I think, first of all, in order to confirm if a project is uh, classified as a PSN, the company should check the uh, official PSN website at kppip.go.id to see if their project is listed there. And from there, company may then uh, approach responsible uh, government body to issue a letter stating that uh, the project is classified as a PSN. And uh, this is actually what one of our clients did. And they found out their project was actually classified as a PSN. Uh but from our experience when working on the uh PSN case, uh the the most difficult part was actually not about obtaining these supporting documents, but more on the planning stage when we had to factor a lot of other things, such as you know, uh the global travel restrictions, country lockdowns, as well as the uh, uh Indonesian diplomatic post closures around the world.
3: Yeah, uh, I agree with what um, Sacha mentioned. Well, luckily we have been able to keep track of which countries that are under lockdown and which countries may not allow their citizens to travel, and and basically all of this are updated in our Fragments COVID nineteen microsite. Um, this microsite actually has helped us a lot with the planning, and we b- because of that we were able to narrow down uh, which foreign nationals may be able to travel to the, to Indonesia.
1: Okay, thank you, guys. And I think that's really useful. So what about the closure of Indonesian embassies globally? How can a foreign employee arrange for the entry visa or Vitas endorsement in order to enter Indonesia? It doesn't seem to make sense to me if the work permit is approved, but they are not able to collect the Vitas later on. Yes, that, that's correct,
2: uh, Alfred. Uh, currently, most of the uh, Indonesian embassies and consulates are still... Uh, suspending the uh, processing of visa application. And what makes it more difficult is actually Fitas uh, for working purposes can only be collected from 24 diplomatic posts at the moment. So we had to contact them one by one uh, to confirm if they were open and they were able to process the Fitas for PSN-related applicants. And um, some of these uh, 24 diplomatic posts were closed Due to lockdowns in their uh, respective countries, you know, such as as such as in India and Malaysia at the time, and several of them didn't even respond to our inquiries, so we were left with very limited options. And yeah, I, I mean, adding on to what Satya mentioned
3: just now, um, one of our clients actually decided to move forward with the um uh, P S N option, and uh, based on that, we narrowed down the location of possible diplomatic posts down to three locations. Based on, uh, you know, their places of residence. And we, we, we actually have a um, consulate in LA, the embassy in Singapore, and the embassy in Berlin.
2: And, and then we were able to submit the uh, work permit applications along with the supporting documents to show the uh, project as a PSN and how our client was involved. Uh, however, we didn't just submit and wait for the applications approval, but our co-consul in Indonesia also proactively explain the project to the MIM and the client's involvement, which actually helped uh, expedite the processing of the application. And the uh, work permit was actually approved in six working days, including the RPTKA, uh, which is typically the lengthiest part of the overall work permit process. And we were actually quite surprised because even the normal work permit process is usually not this fast, but of course, the uh, approval time is discretionary and must be viewed on a case-by-case basis.
1: Certainly, um, Satria, I agree, but but still, I think that's really fast. And from what you have described, it does seem that the preparation and planning took longer than the work permit application process itself.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah that's true, Alfred. Um, like we mentioned earlier, there were several factors that uh, you know we had to consider uh, and to confirm before lodging the application itself. I think. That is the hardest part indeed. Um, and the, the thing is it's, it goes to show you that, um, if you have a good case and you, you can show the importance of the application, um, to the PSN, you can be successful in getting the work permit approved even under the current circumstances.
1: Absolutely agree on that, Raga. And we managed to complete it and eventually managed to obtain the work permit approval. And I think that must be a great relief.
2: Yeah, we we were relieved. Uh well, okay, uh, I guess. <laughs> but um you know after that, you know, uh the assignee had to uh collect the fetus from the consulate in LA and that was our concern at the time because, you know, he actually had to travel from his place to the uh, consulate in LA to file for the uh, fetus application uh while actually exposing himself to the virus. So, you know, um we suggested to our client to engage our consular team in LA, since the uh, Indonesian consulate actually allowed the uh, FITAS collection to be done on behalf of the assignee anyway. And uh, eventually, our client agreed, you know, for safety reasons. And um, our consular team in LA immediately reached out to uh, the assignee to assist.
3: Yeah, that's right. Um, essentially, it is an end-to-end service from um, you know, the documents collection. Uh, visa application filing and the collection again and also returning the passport to the um, employees and because of this we do owe our um, us sponsor team a big thanks
1: absolutely um still i think that's really great teamwork i'm sure it is very helpful for clients to know that we can support the overall process um, from start to end and thank you so much raga and satria for joining me in the discussion today and for sharing information related to the PSN. But I think the story is not yet finished, right?
2: No, not yet. Uh, Our client has actually uh, successfully entered Indonesia using his PSN-related work permit and FITAS. And uh, we should also mention that even after he landed Indonesia, he was still subject to the entry and health procedures required for all travelers.
1: Yeah and i'm actually quite curious about that too so it will be great to have you guys again in our future episode to talk about the entry procedures for indonesia
3: sure oh yeah sure it will be our pleasure all
1: right um thank you guys for joining me in the discussion today and thank you everyone for tuning in i hope you had enjoyed our podcast today and found the information shared useful Please tune in again to our future episode. And if you have any questions, please feel free to contact us or visit our website. Thank you.
0: The Immigration Conversation podcast is presented by Fragaman, the leading firm dedicated exclusively to immigration services worldwide. To stay updated on the most current trends and services worldwide, visit our website at com for the latest podcast episode. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is current as of the date of publication. This podcast does not constitute legal advice or give rise to an attorney-client relationship between any viewer and our firm. If you have any questions, please contact the Global Immigration Professional with whom you work at Fragomen.